the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Father, in the name of Jesus, not what I want to say, but what you want to say. Lord, in times like this, even in this moment, we depend on you. Lord, we count on you. Lord, we look up to you. We can do all things because you strengthen us. Not our will, but your will be done. Not what we want, but what you want. Not how we want it, but how you want it. Lord, we ask that you speak to us in the language that we understand, in the way that we understand. We ask, Lord, that you minister to each one of us, that you fill us up. Lord, that you complete us, make us complete in all your will. We ask, Lord, that you fulfill your word, fulfill your word in our lives and use us to fulfill your word. May we be the fulfillment of your word. And may your will be fulfilled in our life in the name of Jesus. We are with open faces, beholding us in the mirror the glory of the Lord. We are being changed from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. May we be changed. May we be more like you. Open our eyes to see you. Open our ears to hear you. Open our heart to understand what you're saying. Lord, open our arms to embrace and set our feet to walk in obedience in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord has been big or small, give it all to God. Our text in Philippians 4, from verse 4 to verse 20, and there is still a lot to learn, a lot to gain from these words from the mouth of um, the Holy Spirit through Apostle Paul. Big or small, give it all to God. Big or small, give it all to God. Or small or big, give it all to God. Is it a small problem? Give it to God. Is it a big problem? Give it to God. Whether small or big, give it to God. And give it all to God, not part of it. God specializes in big problems and small problems. He wouldn't say that is just not too small for him. No, you can take care of that. God won't say that. In fact, he wants us to give it all to him. Whether it is nothing, small, whatever it is, he wants us to depend on him for everything. Oh, it's just a headache. I don't need to pray about that. I just use Tylenol. No, God wants you to pray about it. Amen. Oh, it's high blood pressure. So I can't prescribe anything for myself. I can't get that over the counter. You know, that's big problem. So I have to pray about that. You've got to pray about everything. Not just about cancer. Not just about high blood pressure. Not just, not just about diabetes. Even about headaches. Even about just aches and pains. God wants us to pray about everything. Amen. You are going out. Oh, I've been out many times. Now, still pray. You're going to drive. Your car looks good. Everything is working well. Still pray. Lord, I'm going out. Lead me, direct me, protect me. Even if it's 30 seconds, pray. 
When you get in the habit of doing that, you are setting your mind on the Lord. And you are bringing consciously, intentionally bringing God into your situation. You're keeping him as your focus. That helps you in every way. It's not that it helps God. It helps you to believe in. So small or big, small problem, big problem, give it all to God. Philippians 4 from verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at end. Then it says, be anxious for nothing, verse 6. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Who is the one saying, rejoice in the Lord always? Who is the one saying, let your gentleness, your peace, your calmness, your contentment be known to all men? Who is the one saying, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Who is the one saying that? Paul, the apostle. And what was his condition here? Where was he here? He was in prison. In prison. Somebody in prison is writing. To those who are not in prison, rejoice. How does that sound? Huh? Somebody in prison. We're supposed to be sorrowing and be depressed. For him, he was not in sorrow. He was not depressed. He was not sad. In fact, in many, many places, in this same letter, he expressed joy over and over again. We see it in Philippians chapter 2, verse 17. It says, yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. I'm rejoicing. Rejoice with me. Not only that, he says in chapter 2, verse 2, fulfill my joy. If somebody says fulfill my joy, what are they saying? They say complete my joy. Make me more joyful. I'm already joyful. Make me more joyful. So Paul in prison was not, uh, you know, downcast. He was not sad. He was actually rejoicing. In fact, one of the reasons why he was rejoicing was because the things that happened unto him, said the things that happened unto me have actually turned out to be what? For the furtherance of the gospel. In chapter 1, verse 12, he said, I want you to know, brethren, that all the things which have happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. Even my imprisonment, my imprisonment, Actually, my imprisonment has turned out to be for the furtherance of the gospel. Some people, many people have come to know Christ, have been delivered from the power of Satan because of the way I am handling this situation that is with me. Of course, it's not because of the imprisonment. If it's just because of the imprisonment, many people will be like, no way, I'm not going to be a Christian. They're going to lock me up too. And I'm going to be sad like him. But because of the way he handled the problem, because of the way he was handling the problem, those that saw him felt encouraged, felt encouraged. So the way you handle your problem, the way you deal with your problem, will either turn people away from God or turn them towards God. For Paul, he was doing well in prison. Amen. He was doing well in prison. Thank you. He was not downcast. He was not sorrowful. He was doing well. While in prison. And the people that he was writing to, what kind of people were they? 
the Philippians, one of the Macedonian churches. What situation were, were they in? Were they affluent, rich, you know, having easy life? Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 tells us the Philippian church, the church in Philippi, was one of the churches in the Macedonian area. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1, it says, Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. And one of those churches is the Philippian church. That in the great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abandoned in the riches of their liberality. Have you ever seen that before? Have you ever experienced that before? That's uncommon. Look at that. In a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty, abundance of their joy and their deep poverty, abundance of joy with deep poverty. How do you, you know, put the two together? The abundance of their joy and their deep poverty now resulted in what? Resulted in their, in the riches of their liberality. Amen. Wow. Only the grace of God can do that. And the scriptures say, the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. May the Lord give you such a grace that whether it is trial of affliction or poverty, you will not be thrown down. You will not be cast down. If you are thrown down and cast down, you will not remain down in the name of Jesus. The Lord will lift you up. For these people, they refuse to be thrown down. They refuse to be down. They refuse to give in to sorrow and sadness and pity party. No, instead, they rejoice. The scripture says abundance of their joy. How do you have abundance of joy when you are persecuted, when you are afflicted? Upon that, you are poor. He said they are deep poverty. Now, this is not small poverty. This is abject poverty. They were really, really poor. But they still gave. They still gave riches of their liberality. So Paul himself was in prison writing this. And he said, rejoice. And he's writing to these people and saying to them, rejoice. Of course, these people were already rejoicing. Paul was only encouraging them to continue to rejoice. Amen. And he was already rejoicing. He was also encouraging himself to continue to rejoice. You know, when we speak the word of God to somebody, we're also speaking the word of God to ourselves. We also hear it. Hmm? You speak to somebody to encourage somebody, you encourage yourself. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So you give to somebody, you're actually giving more to yourself. You are more blessed by giving. So big or small, give it all to God. Small problems, give it to God. Big problems, give it to God. The will of God for us is joy, peace, and contentment. Joy, peace, and contentment. The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The will of God for us is joy, peace, and contentment. The kingdom of God is not in the kind of car you drive. It's not in the type of clothes you wear. It's not in the money you have. It's not in your bank account. That is not the kingdom of God. It doesn't show the kingdom of God. Some people say that gain is godliness. But what? Godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. It's a great gain. Amen. Godliness with contentment 
is a great, great game. That is, that is the kingdom of God. That is the kingdom of God. So the will of God for us, the will of God for you is joy, peace, and contentment. When we are in that state of joy, peace, and contentment, we will excel in everything. Amen. We will excel in everything. We excel in life itself. We excel in this life itself. When we have joy, peace, and contentment, it means that we are not worried. It means that we are not anxious. It means that we are not in the rat race. It means that we are not stressed. It means that we have a sound mind. The Lord has not given you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of what? Power of love and of a sound mind. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.